0: Welcome to the Beef Brunch Educational Series Podcast, bringing you information on cattle production and management in Louisiana and surrounding states.
1: Right, hello and welcome to our news update for the week ending February the 18th, 2022. Uh, We've got uh, myself, Jason Holmes, uh, Northeast Louisiana, Vince of the Central Region, Lee Falk out of the Northwest Region. Uh, and uh, Dr. Edwards is going to be on with us shortly. She was uh, she was trying to get on a phone call real quick, but she'll be joining us uh, shortly. Uh, so with that being said, Vince, uh, you want to go ahead and kick us off and give us an update on what's going on in, in Central Louisiana? Sure, Jason.
2: Thank you all for having me. And it's, uh, man, it sure feels like it's spring out here today. Uh, you know, we're going to get in the 80s. Uh, walking around my place, I'm starting to see some Bermuda grass, wanting to Come on out, and uh, we're seeing clover starting to come up in patches. And uh, most producers are a little bit reluctant to spend that eight to nine hundred dollar uh, nitrogen price, but uh, myself included. Uh, but it's uh, getting my time to pull the trigger on what shot I'm going to put to it. And I think most people feel that way; they want to get the most bang for their buck and get a little season chain and get some accelerated growth going into the spring. So, um, but you know, the high cost of Nitrogen fuel and uh, everything else involved is is uh, created a lot of reluctance amongst producers and hopefully we have a, a more seasonable spring than than we had last year with the excessive rainfall and and we get a good early start to our hay crop in in central and south Louisiana because uh, Lord knows we didn't cut any hay till in July and uh, you know our second cutting was less than less than par uh, for for the quality that we had to deal with and. Uh, But I think we had a pretty easy winter uh, coming off the winter. There's most most cattle look good, you know their body condition scores are good. Um, Bulls are going out for the early spring breed or I guess for your December, January calf crop, you know, uh, producers are testing bulls currently and getting bulls put out. Uh, There's still a few bull sales that are coming up. Uh, So if you're short bulls, uh, you need to go ahead and get one and and participate in these sales because uh, they can all be wrapped up here shortly. in the month of March with uh, like the All Breeze bull sale in Houston and uh, San Antonio I think happened last week and uh, you know there's there's a number of association shows uh, sales going on uh, so if you need to g- get an extra bull or two uh, it's time to do so or make commitments to doing so. Uh, you know locally the uh, sale barn market is 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 on the uptick and I was reading uh, some, some of the updates on Dro- uh, Drover's journal today that uh, they're anticipating some like prices of 2014 and 15 uh, here, with the numbers coming in short due to the drought situation in the northern plains and even the coast, uh, even down into the southern plains, and uh, the drought certainly playing a role into what liquidations are taking place. And um, but they're expecting you know the price to be on the increase at at the store shelf as well. So uh, you know with everything involved, it's 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 expensive. It's expensive to do business. It's, it's expensive to keep the household up. Uh, to put food on the table. Uh, so person's got to be very cost, cost, uh, cost conscious of what's going to happen in here going forward and and not be some over and big spenders because uh, things things may be short here. Uh, but the the market's looking good. You know, the killing cows are still in the uh, in the 60s up to the 80s, depending on, on how they yield. Uh, here locally, I mean, we are seeing some $2.00 five weight calves, which is, is very encouraging to producers. Uh, but you know, diesel's pushing on uh, $350 to four dollars for farm fuel. So, uh, and when you turn around with that eight to nine hundred dollar urea price, and uh, net wrap, and cecil string, and poly string is all you know, twenty to thirty percent on the increase with the hay season, uh, probably ninety days away or so. So it's it just goes without saying that it's going to be an expensive year, and uh, a lot of row crop farmers are really concerned about the diesel price and uh, we're dry here, so we, we're going to see some corn get planted here in the next couple of days, in a couple of weeks, I would think. Um, so, uh, we got, you know, we're in the sugarcane country and some of those sugarcane guys are already off and cane and putting fertilizer out and that kind of thing. Uh, it's It seems like an early start, but it's, uh, it's it, I don't know, it's, it seems like it's time for spring to start progressing and, and get some things done with a positive attitude, but uh, the, the crunch at the end of the month is going to be tough for most folks and with the increased cost of everything. So uh, that's about where we at. You know, uh, we, you know, spring spring calving is, is in the middle of uh, right along right now as far as, you know, December, January calves are on the ground. Uh, you, we usually have a little split and come here late February through March and early April, uh, but we're starting to see quite a few spring calves on the ground right now and it's weather sure pleasant enough for those babies to hit the ground and take off and go and not have a whole lot of trouble with cold weather. So, uh, be interesting to see with the spring and summer holes that's about all i got
1: thank you vince yeah i can uh say that passing through the east side of the state headed towards the Gonzales last week i did not personally see any planners running but uh I, i'm with you it's not going to be too far a um, good bit of burn down had already gone out it looked like so it's certainly not going to be far behind uh, so vince do you uh have any Ah, uh, private pesticide applicator recertification classes pesticide. coming up.
2: I do, Jason. Uh, on March twenty third, I have one here in the extension office in Opelousas. Uh, we're located at uh, ten sixty five Highway seven forty nine, Opelousas. Uh, it's going to be an evening class to try to capture those who didn't make the early classes. Um, we try to accommodate the the working the working fella for a five o'clock in the evening class to to six thirty seven o'clock, depending on. Participation, but yes, we do have one on March twenty-third.
1: And we'll get a uh, uh, get a link to um, to our website where you can see that all of those classes that are being offered. I know Lee uh, reminded everybody last time that those recertifications are are taking place. And uh, uh, Lee, if you don't mind, whenever you're doing an update, if you let folks know whenever you've got one coming up as well, and I'll do the same thing. So Lee, we'll turn it over to you.
3: Thank you Jason. Very glad to be with y'all here today. Up our way, I guess folks worried about four F's right now. uh, Feed, fertilizer, fuel and firewood. Uh, The price of feed, fertilizer and fuel is pretty high and firewood is not cheap either. It's been a cold winter, uh, dry winter. The drought continues up our way. We did see portions of our area drop down a little bit out of that D3 category, just in a select couple of areas. (coughs) Excuse me, but uh, it is still, it's still, the drought still persisting. Um, These winter forages, they're trying. Uh, You got to give them credit. They are doing their best in a dry, cold environment. Uh, Anytime we see a couple of days uh, with no frost and warm daytime temperatures, as is the case today, you see a, a, a good green shade. You can see some drill rows there. So they're trying. We just need moisture and some warmer temperatures. Um, going into this week, we would we get, we started out with some pretty good rain chances and uh, heard a couple of meteorologists even allude to it as drought busting rains. And since that time, the closer we've gotten, these rain chances have just ebbed away To almost nothing in the last day or two. Uh, had some very scattered showers to uh, yesterday, time you listen to this, it'll be yesterday and I think there's uh, going to be some pretty good rain chances on Wednesday, but I don't really don't think it's going to be enough to, uh, I, hope, I hope it's enough to, to, to kind of bust this uh, drought we're in, but I, I'm not seeing it on the long range forecast. Uh, Boy Vince makes you want to pack up your bags and move down south with him talking about the 80s. Got some highs in the 70s posted, but on the long range forecast, I looked just a little while ago and on out uh, six, seven days from now, which uh, you you know the accuracy of those forecasts, but they're calling for some lows in the mid-20s, going on out highs in the upper 30s and so on and so forth. So uh, I really hope that those uh, forecasts are are as inaccurate as they many times are and that we'll be able to get out of this kind of cycle, get some rain, get some warm temperatures. Uh, I I talk with folks pretty regularly about the state of things and as we all do and there are lots of folks with either yearlings or, or weaned calves or coming yearlings turned out right now on these winter forages that are they are sweating bullets and the $100 bills are flying out of their pockets because a lot of them are supplementing them. Uh, it, it's just a tough time, to say the least. Uh, many of those cattle are finding their way to auction markets or being sold, private trees in some cases. Um, I talked with a producer over near in, in Bossier Parish the other day. He pulled the trigger on a couple of loads of, uh, of, of wheat that he had turned out. He just said, I don't, I, I'm tired of feeding them. Wheat's not doing anything. It's not going to do anything. Clover's a long way off. I, I'm uh, I'm pulling the trigger and, and that's the general sentiment across my corner of the state for sure. Um, anyway, there are a few cattle being worked. A lot of those fall born calves are starting to get uh, first round doctor and folks are going to start uh, getting some uh, some cows dewormed and worked, some annual vaccination. So there is a little bit of, of, of that going on. These these prices are, are, are steadily cre- creeping up, but as we've stated repeatedly on these talks we give here, you know, these prices are pretty good right now, but it's just the high cost of everything else. Talking earlier today with a the producer that was, uh, he, he's, he's a cow-calf man and and he's looking at branching out a little bit picked up some lease ground and it's pretty productive uh, alluvial type soils and looking at grazing uh, some caves, this uh, some calves or yearlings this uh, spring and, and early part of the summer and we were talking about he was asking what kind of deals are the best right now and we went over some various things and one thing I brought up was cutter bulls you know those big 500, 600 pound Plus bull calves, you know, buying them, uh, castrating them, getting them straightened out, turned out, and and putting a little weight on them, uh, and then reselling them. And anyway, long story short, we got to talking about it. He said, "Well, I sold one just like that for over thousand dollars last week." He said, "That's not a deal in my mind." I said, "Well, it, it probably not then." But uh, so these prices are are going to continue to bring some of these cattle to market and, and to market earlier. And I know Jason's probably going to touch uh, quite a bit on what these futures have been doing. Uh, there's a highly anticipated cattle on feed report that's going to be coming out this week. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people are going to be looking forward to. A couple of events I want to re- mention before I get off. Uh, please do check on those pesticide recertification classes. Got a couple coming up, one in Claiborne Parish, one in Webster Parish. Uh, but I do want to mention that we are uh, going to be having a master cattleman class starting on March the 21st in Sabine Parish, that's there in Manny. Uh, if you need more information on it, just let me know and we'll get you signed up, get you uh, fixed up on all that. Also, and this is way in advance, but I do want to go on and promote it and put it on your calendars there. We're going to have our beef and forage field day at the Red River Research Station there in Bossier City on April the 28th. That's going to be on a Thursday. And getting an agenda put together on that looks like it's gonna be a pretty good one. And with that, I'm gonna turn it back over to Jason or Ashley's with us now, whoever's gonna get this thing
0: next. I'm sorry, I'm causing confusion. Um, came in late, had a meeting, but uh, Jason, thank you for kicking us off. And Vincent Lee, thank y'all for your update so far. So I'll just jump in and go ahead and turn it back over to Jason so you can do our Northeast and our markets, please, sir.
1: Thank you ma'am and it just sounds like a broken record in terms of dry Uh, it uh, and we got like a third of an inch uh, and whenever you're sitting in D3 and D2 drought uh, it's going to take a whole lot more than that to get us out of the drought that we're in right now and uh, and I'll say again y'all pay attention to what's happening in the um, in the Midwest as well and this this drought uh, is is not specific to us by any means. Uh, a lot of these grazing lands where a lot of cattle in the South go to, uh, to graze out, uh, they are suffering in some pretty major drought as well. So um, it, it is definitely an issue. Um, we can hope that we can catch a little bit of this moisture this week, um, uh, like Lee alluded to, but we need it bad and I can, I don't think I can continue to stress enough at how bad these cool season forages look up here. Uh, they they are struggling really, really bad, uh, especially if they've had some cattle on them already. Um, and they're just they're just kind of sitting there um, needing some moisture and uh, needing some warm weather and needing some nitrogen. Um, but um, hopefully we can hopefully we can start turning that uh, that moisture issue around. Um, the uh, the private pesticide applicator recertification class in Farmable will be Uh, This coming Thursday, so that'll be Thursday, February the 24th. Uh, We've got a class at 10 o'clock in the morning and 5 o'clock in the evening. Uh, You can choose from which one you want to come to. Um, And um, uh, actually, I did make the comment earlier that we'll put a link to um, our website that shows where those... uh, Those classes are being offered around the state with the contact information where folks can can make sure they find them a a class to get recertified before March 31st if their license is expiring. Uh, Getting back into our markets, uh, slaughter volumes continue to improve with the the past week at 663,000 head. Um, That did top the previous week. Uh, for the high slaughter of the year. Uh, February is on track to exceed last year. Uh, After we did fall a little bit behind in January, we got off kind of a slow start in terms of our slaughter volumes in January, but February is looking like it's going to get us back on track and above year ago levels. Um, And Whenever we start talking about 2014 prices, 2015 prices, um, and I'm almost Scared to say what uh, what it could do, but I would remind everybody that uh, success in the cattle markets is very fragile, uh, as we have seen over the past few years. Um, and obstacles can happen. Uh, we you've heard them us refer to them numerous times as black swan events. But yes, we are seeing some success right now in all cattle markets, but. Uh, Y'all, it's fragile uh, and if you're paying attention to what's going on in terms of worldwide um, um, happenings uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in the markets right now. Um, uh, all of the um, the trading markets um, are down um, and the the cattle market futures thankfully are holding steady. We hadn't seen any big jumps, but they are holding steady. Um, but um, and there's just a lot of a lot of uncertainty out there right now, and I guess that's why we say that uh, we are kind of fragile in terms of these markets. Um, but and with uh, with the slaughter stabilizing, uh, that did uh, uh, that does give us some stability in uh, in fed cattle prices and should continue without any of uh, anything breaking it up. Uh, should should help us see uh, some higher fed cattle prices as we do move into the spring. Uh, responding to the larger slaughter, choice box B cutout values fell for the third consecutive week. Uh, Closing the week at $269.88 a hundred. That's down $6.43 a hundred from the previous week with a choice select spread of $3.86. And as a side note, that's the narrow spread that we've seen this year. As reported in the National Weekly Direct Slaughter Cattle Negotiated Purchases Report, uh, we had a confirmed 98,691 traded on negotiated purchases um, for the week. Uh, in the Southern Plains live purchases traded two dollars higher at 142 In Nebraska for the week purchases traded two dollars higher mostly at 142 with a few 143 and the Western Corn Belt for the week live purchases traded $2.00 higher from $142 to $144.00. Uh, futures markets on that same class of cattle uh, settlements ended the week with April down $0.90 cents at 145 87 June down $0.65 cents at 141.50, and August down $0.25 cents at 140 50 uh, Even though we're reporting that those settlements are down. If you compare it to the week open, it did close steady. So if you compare the week close with the week open, we were steady on uh, of how, uh, how those those futures markets did during the week. Five to 600 pound steers, medium and large ones and twos, sold 170 to 185. Uh, so that's steady to $10 higher compared to the previous week. 7-800 uh, pound feeder steers, medium and large ones and twos, so 151 to 155, which is steady compared with the previous week. Uh, futures market settlements for that same class ended the week with March trading down 77 cents at 165.42, April down 30 cents at 170.85, and May up 17 cents at 175.90. Uh, average yielding lean coal cows. So, um, and I I thought this might be a good time. You've heard several of us say um, that some of those higher yielding cows can bring you a little bit more money. So I thought it would be a good idea to just tell you some. uh, If you ever look at these coal cow market reports, you're going to see lean cows, breakers, and boning utilities. So that's the the three that you're going to see most often. So I, and we've, You've heard us talk about body condition scores, so the easiest way to look at those is compare it to body condition scores. So um, in the USDA uh, reports, lean cull cows would be a body condition score of four or less. So um, a boning utility is going to be a five and a six body condition score and a breaker is going to be body condition score seven or above. Um, so I, I thought this might be a good time just to, to try to help you figure out uh, or understand what we're talking about in terms of terms of some of these yields um, on these coal cows. And in those reports, you're going to see average yielding. You're going to see high yielding uh, based on uh, those individual lean, breaker, or boning utility. So uh, for this week, average yielding lean coal cows, uh, so that's those thin cows ended the week off two pennies at $0.68 cents a pound. So the, that was the, the lower, the average yielding. So high yielding lean cull cows finished the week at $0.78 cents a pound. Uh, so you can see the difference there just in terms of their average yielding or high yielding. Uh, so breakers on the week, uh, so that's that high body condition score, seven or higher, uh, ran 75 to $0.80 cents a pound. And then the uh, the boning utility, which is that body condition score of about a five or a six in moderate condition, 78 cents to 87 cents a pound. So um, and we always say keep those cull cows in a decent body condition in that five to six um, or any of our cow herd in that five for that matter. Um, we can see there that we can definitely get some, some additional value in those cull cows if we can keep them in a moderate condition in terms of body condition score. Uh, Moving into our feedstuffs, uh, soybean meal is down $9.70 at $475.40 a ton. Soybean hulls are steady at $170 a ton. Rice bran is steady at $195 a ton. Cottonseed meal is down $5 at $335 a ton. Whole cottonseed is up $5 at $310 a ton. Corn gluten feed, that's the 60% product, is steady at $690 a ton. DDGs are up $13.30 at $230.83 a ton, and corn is up $0.13 a bushel at $6.79 a bushel. Uh, the last thing I'll touch on, so we do have a master cattleman class, uh, Northeast Louisiana and West Monroe starting up the first Monday of March. Um, I just uh, um, emailed out another reminder about that. So we've extended the registration deadline to February the 25th. Um, and at this point in, in time, I do not have enough individuals to, to make the class. Um, so if uh, if anybody listens to this and you know some folks that want to take master cattlemen in uh, West Monroe, uh, point them our direction. Uh, we've got uh, those registration forms online uh, that you can access. Uh, but uh, um, we are still planning on doing that. Extended the deadline February the twenty fifth. Um, um, if we still don't have enough after that date, then we'll just have to. Take a step back and try to figure out if we want to move it to a different time of year, but we'll announce that through through this venue and through our newsletters. Uh, we'll announce that. Back to you, Ashley.
0: Okay, thank you. So I'll just wrap up. Um, I think each of the guys kind of touched on different events that we've got coming. So um, as Lee and Jason both mentioned their master cattlemen classes, and I'll um, put the website for our master Cattleman programs in the video and podcast descriptions. Um, I think you've heard me mention before that we're doing a breeding soundness exam day um, here. It's essentially right next to the Lee Research Station in Alexandria. Um, So for our central region guys, that's on Tuesday, March 8th. Um, We have a flyer circulating. Um, Some of the agents have sent that out in this particular region. If you have questions on it, um, basically you're able to come to the vet that's located next to the uh, research station. Do a breeding soundness exam. If you need testing for trichomoniasis, uh, we've got that as well. So um, the BSEs, I remember, were $50. I have to double check on the, the trick test. I can't remember off the top of my head how much those were, but um, it's it saves the vet a trip, which saves you a fee um, to pay a vet to come out to your house. So we do have that going on uh, with Dr. Chris Thompson, and I'll have info for that posted as well. If you missed our previous Feed French webinar, um, monthly webinar for February, it was on hay feeding efficiency. We have that posted um, and I can link it as well to watch that video. Our upcoming webinar for March, I'm um, gonna be here in a couple of weeks on Tuesday, March 8th, Jason and Lee, I don't know if y'all mentioned this in, in your talks, but they're gonna be giving a webinar on um, marketing your calves. So that will be on Tuesday, March 8th at 1030 AM. Again, you can come live, um, it's on our Beef Brunch website which um, you may be pulling these videos off of, but I'll link as well there. Uh, we have the Acadiana Beef Cattle Producers Field Day coming up. I've mentioned it before as well. Um, it's me be Saturday, March 12th um, from 8.30 to 1 at the Iberia Research Station in Generate. Um, registration will begin at 8 o'clock. Um, we'll be talking, I have a, have a talk on using growth in plants. Uh, we have fertilizer sources and rates, uh, a market update post weaning management options for calves broadleaf uh, winter broadleaf control um, with white clover release. Dr. strands coming in for that um, and then also going over an annual ryegrass variety trial um, for that too so be on the lookout for that if you're in um, southwest part of the state and then the dean Lee, so many field days and events um the dean lee beef and forage field day is going to be Thursday, April 21st. Um, so it's going to be an afternoon slash evening. Um, we met on that this afternoon, so you'll have a, um, an agenda and a flyer coming out shortly, but we're looking at beginning around 2-2.30 um, and providing dinner that evening um, for everyone that's involved there. So again, more information um, coming out soon on that. And then Lee mentioned the Northwest Region Beef and Forage Field Day at the Red River Station. Um, on Thursday April 28th so um, I'm excited we've got a, a pretty busy spring but I think it's great we've got stuff spaced out um, at least through through our few regions here so if you have questions on any of those events again I always provide contact information for each one in the video podcast descriptions but you can always um, easily reach out to me I, I put my contact information too and I can point you to the right person for that so I think that that's all we have for y'all today Um, Hopefully we get some more rain this week and we will see you all again in a couple of weeks.